This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Daytona's. Daytona's Kitchen and Creative Catering. 6222169. Call now. Place your order. They are here for you. And we are here for them, Daytona's. Lunchbox by Daytona's. Yes, save you time. Make you more efficient as a parent. You can do that. Per box, it's $7.50. Lunchbox by Daytona's for your kids. Please email order by 9 p.m. on Thursday and pick up anytime on Sunday after 10 a.m. And you can combine anything you want. This is very thought through Amazing together lunchbox by Daytona's. Yes, there is no word for that. I tried. You can build one right here with me now. Let's pick, pick, pick. Mixed cantaloupe honeydew for the fruit. For the veggies, we're going to go with the celery sticks. And handheld or salad, we are going to go all out today. This week, pepperoni plus cheese pizza roll up. I know my boy is going to scream, pizza, I got pizza. Pepperoni cheese pizza roll up for lunch to all his friends. Now, sweet and treats finish this off with some diced peaches. Yes, that's what we do. Daytona's, Daytona's Kitchen Creative Catering. And you can build your meal individually for your kids. You can build up to five on that sheet. Email it over. They make it for you. It's ready for you. Also, follow them on social media right now. Do that. Daytona's Kitchen Creative Catering on Facebook because they take amazing pictures of like brunch items, thin cake, tagliatelle, carbonara, savory waffle and chicken and bacon and cheddar waffle. Oh, yo, 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 yo. This is pretty good. You should now drop everything. Follow them on social media. Check them out. They highlight what they promote. They do weekly specials. It's all there. Daytona's. Daytona's Kitchen Creative Catering. 622-2169. And place your order for your lunchbox for your kids right now. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Brand Hackberg. Please give it up. Brand Hackberg, RBC Royal Bank of Canada Mortgage Specialist. 251-7251. Call him now. He is your mortgage specialist. Let's talk about this. First time homebuyers. I've been there. Maybe you were just getting there, and that's as good. It's a big step. It's one of the biggest steps. Home ownership, first-time homebuyers. There can be a lot of questions, and Brand Hackberg has a lot of answers, but it's combined into easy. And he's making the best possible advice to you. And he wants you to make your home ownership goals happen. Yes, he does. It's personalized advice and solutions. That's what Brand Hackberg does. You know, if you're just looking, starting about now, you you are on this page, right? Realtor, and you like there's this button where you're like, what can I afford? What can I do? Well, that that's that's good. You get an idea. But Brand Hackberg, he can crunch those numbers for you. He can put it all together. He can tell you this is what we can do. This is everything. And the advice he can give you from 10 years of experience. He specializes in first-time home buyers as well as moving your mortgage over to the RBC. Yes, he does that. Get that better interest rate. 
or whatever he can make work for you. You'll be surprised. Also, investment property mortgages are right up his alleyway. He does that. He wants you to be happy. And he wants you to get the house you want. Yes. Or the location. Or your dream home. Or just home ownership. He is your RBC Royal Bank of Canada Mortgage Specialist, Brent Hackberg, 251-7251. Call him now. He will help you with everything. A complete experience. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by no other than Eat Local Pizza. Eat Local Pizza, 767-0000, 767 Yes, www.eatlocalpizza.ca. Press that button there. Yes. I cannot resist. Oh, I pressed it. Order online. Seven days a week, 11 a.m. That's when they open. Well, they are they are earlier mastering the dough, but at 11 a.m. the doors are open and they close at 8 p.m. Right now, that's what they do. 801 Red River Road, eat local pizza, 767-0000. Order line, pick your size. I'm the extra large kind of guy. That's what I like. And then, let's just, let's, let's just, let's, let's just talk about the regular toppings. All right? Pepperoni, bacon, ham, sausages, onions, grilled chicken breast, ground beef, mushroom, jalapeno pickles, Green peppers, tomatoes, roasted red peppers, pineapples, hot peppers, green olives, black olives, spinach, garlic, eggplant, artichoke, provolone cheese, feta cheese, three cheese blend, kielbasa, and mortadella. Oh, I am not able, barely able to continue speaking because I'm just like, what should I pick? Well, if you don't know what you should pick and you need help, Eat Local does that too. Eat Local Pizza. They have the 12 pizzas, the best of the best. And at the moment, before I say anything more, you got to have to try them all. You got to get there. There's not one is the best. You got to try them all. And how you do that, that's up to you. But I started with the George Market Sausage Pizza. That's what I did. So good. It's the best sausage pizza I've ever had. Eat local pizza, 767-0000. And by the way, the market, George Market sausage pizza comes in size extra large. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Eat local pizza. This is the Michael Lated Show. Yes, it is. Episode 73 today. There will be no long sentences. It is Andy Noga. Please, ladies and gentlemen, give it up. Oh, yeah, look at those biceps. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Did you just do some pull-ups? Yeah, no, I have been eating more, though. Mm. Wow, Andy, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm great, man. Really, really good. Mm. Really good. A, How about yourself, Michael, man? I'm long day, good day. 
I looked at my Apple Watch today. It said I had six and a half hours of sleep, so I'm good. Six and a half. Yeah, that's that's all we is need. Is that a right? lot for you? That's not enough, man. No. Well, well, yeah, it is if you have kids. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a big one for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you run a podcast what? at night, and then, then yeah. Six. Yeah. Good luck. Okay. I can do six. That's it. Six and anything un- be below six, I feel it. Yeah, no doubt. Mm. Yeah. You you operate all right on six hours. Six hours, good. I can't sleep. Wow. I cannot sleep much longer because then it has the opposite effect too. Yeah, you, know, you get in the fog. Yeah, I could nap yeah. though. I could nap. Yeah, you're a napper. I could, but I can't. But I would <laughs> if I could. Yeah, ain't nobody got time for naps. No. No, that's not a thing, right? Well, I mean, I'm into it. If there's time, mm. I'll nap hard. Yeah. You were able to do this? Like, lots and quick? Like, just like, out? There are there are definitely times. I uh, I suck at sleeping, man. <laughs> I I struggle with it at the best of times. Mm. Okay. It's annoying. I mean, I, I really appreciate it. I love it. I'm yeah. right into it. But, oh, it's, it's so annoying. It's like you... you recognize the importance and the value in it and then you prioritize it it's almost worse so you try harder yes. to be better at it and it almost makes it worse and, mm. and then you spiral and it's, it's complicated it sounds like it's complicated man it's very <laughs> fickle <laughs> so what's your average sleep time oh uh, well, i'm probably in bed attempting to sleep for seven seven and a half Mm-hmm. hours every yeah the um i'm sure if my uh if my apple watch were were paying attention it wouldn't be too impressed with my quality or actual sleep time yeah but i'm trying man i'm trying mm. so what time so do you get up at 3 a.m <laughs> that's, what, that's, that's, that's what personal trainers do right they get up before everybody else Not me, man. Not me. <laughs> I'm the, I, I did. I did. Yeah, I, uh, I went early, early days. Yeah. I had 5 a.m. clients. I was, it's crazy, man. Like, mm. wait list. Yeah, man. You ever get a 5 a.m. spot open? Let me know and I'll be there. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not, not anymore, though. I'm, uh, I'm past that. I'm, I'm beyond those days. Yeah. But so, those, those kind of days, those have, they, 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 they're, they're special. You know, mm-hmm. I, I've I've dabbled in the gym world a little bit, like I, I did sport and lots of sport. But um, when our first born was born, Lisa was at home for a year, and in the mornings I would go into the gym. So I was there like at five thirty, and it's five thirty in the morning. Yeah, yeah, and then at seven thirty I had to be at the job. So it was possible. Okay, it was just perfect, right? I could do yeah, yeah. I do quick cardio, fifteen twenty minutes, and then. Just some free weights and then machines, and it was perfect. I liked it, but you this time frame that there there's a special thing to it. I think just like the really late guys or girls that go in really late, there's something special about that. Do you agree with that? Uh, yep, yep, absolutely. If you look at the groups and the classes, I mean, just case out the gym when gyms are a thing Mm. there's not going to be too many people in there at 5 a.m dawdling around just for the sake of being there if you're there (laughs) at 5 a.m you've got a purpose man and you've got a driving fact it's 
got to be important to you. That's right. Yeah, it is. Or you're, or you're not going to be there. Not at that time. Mm. You're not, uh, you're not going to see as many of the machine jockeys leaning against the wall or a machine chatting mm. up there. They're, you're there at 5 a.m. You got a reason to be there. You're probably uh, probably pushing something hard. Yeah, I was on a mission. I thought I would become the next bodybuilder. <laughs> oh, oh, is yeah. that what it was for you? Is that what you were where you were working towards? You were I think so getting... for that year. Yeah, I did. I thought like you cool. know I could do. I, I I wanted to compete. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, super cool. Yeah, but it's like it disappeared then. Like. Just, where did it go? Where where did that go? Well, where did it go? It just like it wasn't any more as important as defining myself having a goal to exercise. Okay, I like being in shape, but I don't need to compete for it. I think I learned that the hard way because I always push myself too much. Mm-hmm. So I think it's easier for me to compete with myself, and that's probably the best for me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think that's really healthy. I think, uh, I mean, I think that's a very individual thing, but I can't, I think it's a very wholesome way to behave and important to recognize about yourself and where these driving factors come from. Mm. Yeah, and the motivation too, right? I think, mm -hmm. I always thought you have to have a goal to show up every day. But I don't know about that anymore. Maybe you do. Maybe I have a goal, but it's not anymore so defined, like for a certain uh, situation or time frame. It's more like in general. I think that's what I mean. Yeah, I, I, I feel you. I feel you. And I think, um, I think you probably still have a goal. I think it, I don't think it's a lack of mm. goal necessarily. I don't think a goal has to necessarily be very clearly defined i think maybe maybe your goal is overall feel better mm, maybe yeah. maybe you've just found a thing maybe you just genuinely enjoy the training that you're doing and you're you recognize the benefits or maybe you just enjoy the process i can't i cannot skip it i cannot just say no and today i'm not gonna do it <laughs> okay okay <laughs> Okay, let's uh, well, let's uh, let's dig into the into the Michaelator here a little bit. Yeah, I had why, to... uh, why why do you think that is? Why do you feel it, it, what is it? It's a sense of guilt. What what is it you feel? I don't feel complete. I don't feel complete. In, incomplete. I if you were to miss your, I have to do it. Training for yeah. the day. If you were to miss a couple days, no, whatever, I I'm okay with like switch. So what, I tell you what I do right now. So, super boring. Everybody just shut it off. Come back in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm into it. I, I want to hear this. Okay. So, today I did... Baby went for a nap at noon. I went outside 20 minutes and I did one, two... I did five styles of pull-ups outside. Three sets each, about 10 to five reps. Uh, rest yeah, was... Okay. Yeah, yeah. Rest is about 30 seconds in between. Wow. So very short because I just walk and I don't have a lot of time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So and it's a compound exercise, so I get it in. I dig it. But I, I, uh, my body feels different. Then I can feel my arm. It's it's alive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The the blood 
goes where I usually would not feel it otherwise. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then it's also me time. I'm there for uh-huh. me. I can I have 20 minutes. And then I went downstairs in the basement and I do I have a I have a bar and like uh put some weights on there and then I just do uh this one, the the bicep curl yeah, and yeah. then and then the pull up. 10 10 yeah, each. Yeah, for sure. 10 10 each no rest in between, three sets and then I do three kinds of bench presses right after. Uh-huh. Super wide grip, low end and bicep. No, yeah. tricep, tricep, right? Yep. It's all about that tricep. <laughs> ah, he knows. The man knows. Uh, and then, and then, and then I'm good. And then at nighttime, I run on the bike. I go on the bike. Yo, King, two separate sessions. Yeah. And then it's it's good. If I'm, yeah, yeah. If I'm able to go with, with COVID and everything going on, where I work, I have like access to a rower. And if I can, at noon, I skip lunch and I row for an hour. That then is good enough for me to call it my off day on that circle. Your your off day includes an hour of rowing. <laughs> what a beast, man! Wow, <laughs> that's that yeah. is a long time on a rowing machine. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's forty forty five minutes, and maybe sometimes a little bit more, and then just some stretches after. Yeah, hey, forty minutes is mm. still a long ass time on mm. the rower. That thing is not friendly, bro. Yeah, you know, you know, Jack Murphy. I don't know, Jay. I mean, we're in the same industry. Um, I know of him for yeah. sure. Yeah, he rows. I know of I know of his crazy rowing. If uh, if that's what you're getting to, yeah, he holds one fifty six for an hour. So he a minute fifty six pace, like minute fifty six per five hundred meters. Yeah, so, pace? yeah, yeah, for an hour. For an hour. Yeah. Ooh. A 50, Ooh. above fifty plus, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, I'd be uh, I'd be way behind in the in the rowing race on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's, it's amazing what you you know. I've seen a lot of guys that make that shift in their twenties, thirties. Maybe they have never worked out, and then they start, and then actually between forty and fifty, they just become a different human, a body. It's just like it's possible this late, late to still shift everything around the body works that way right absolutely mm. absolutely that's that's old school there it seems like there was a understanding that you have a window and after whatever age then you can't then it's like you're fixed and you're locked and mm. it's just really not true yeah yeah do you think the body peaks though like for performance Absolutely. Yeah. Unfortunately, mm. I do have, I do believe that there is a window of optimal ability, performance, yeah. healing, regeneration. Mm-hmm. We you will lose. It won't be as easy after that peak, wherever it is. But it's so not like oh, after that you can't change or you can't improve or you can't learn or grow or it's never too late. It gets harder. But I don't think it's ever, ever too late for something like that. I agree with that. And that is like, that's like for everything as well as, yes. yes. Yeah. It's never too late. Yeah. yeah, For the longest time, like even neural scientists, it was just almost understood that after such an age, you can't form new brain pathways. You can't form new neural Mm. pathways. There's 
all kind of scientists ripping that apart. You learn new things, form new pathways in your 90s, beyond there. It's it's possible. Not too late, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I love your spirit. And you know, you you have an energy to you. I can feel an energy. I can feel it from here. Like you just you are present and there's a good drive to it. I don't know how to word it, but I, I can feel it. Wow. Mm. It's nice. From, uh, from way over there. Yeah, it's good, you know? Good. Yeah. Good. Well, enjoy. Uh, enjoy. So now you, though, when you get up in the morning, whatever time that is, hmm? question sign? Not, uh, <laughs> not 3 a.m. <laughs> um, my, uh, my goofy mind is running around at, 6 a.m. no matter what okay alarm or if i need to be up at that time or whatever mm. my wheels are turning at that time and i after that i stand very little chance of any more sleep mm. so around around then I, i might as well get up and get my my wheels turning yeah breakfast no not really You, Depending you, the day. Ooh, are you one of those amazing people that like fasten? That they wait I, a little while? I play with it. I'm not, yeah. uh, I'm pretty far from amazing. And this uh, this was a development for me because I am a breakfast guy. I do, yeah. I do really enjoy yes, all breakfast foods. Mm, mm, mm. Yum, 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 yum. Waffles. But, uh, oh yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd mess with some waffles for sure. I try to have a good breakfast during the week. I have, mm -hmm. I have oats now with just some chocolate powder and milk, whatever. And oh. I eat them cold, right? Total, nice. like a horse. And then I, on the weekend, I do, I treat myself a little bit. I get like... That's when the waffles come out. I had like croissants with oh. spicy Havarti and uh, spicy... Salami, oh, Havarti. Here we go. Havarti and salami, all spiced up on the croissant. Oh, <laughs> good stuff, right? Yeah, man. Enjoy. Mm. Cheat days are good. Um, yeah, I think everything is so individualized. Um, I, I don't know that I necessarily how you want to didn't deliver and if it's a cheat day or if it's a cheat meal or if it's part of the plan and an allowance or yeah but really everything every almost everything really depends the answer is pretty much always depends mm. that's, I think that's a good answer it's it really has to we are so so individual or so very very different in so many ways that mm. it just couldn't it couldn't the right answer couldn't be the same yeah for the, for everybody i wonder about so, that sometimes and i'm not an expert on this i'm sorry i didn't want to cut you off yeah well what do you wonder about what do you wonder about about like cheat meal like my belly for example right mm -hmm. like my belly drives on protein pasta Uh, bread and cheese, like, mm, yep. like, like, but that it drives, right? It works, like, it just works. But yeah. if I eat, like, if I eat lots of vegetables, I blow up, I just get gassy, 
you know it's just like and i think i heard that but i'm not sure but like over the generation the genetics they um the body gets used to what you always ate previously it's like somehow gets passed on not not sure maybe i'm mixing things up but like did you hear about something something like that absolutely okay absolutely i am um you're you're all the way you're all the way on the right track um it's we'll all have a very different tolerance to different things we'll all have a different set of nutrients or ingredients or things that our body thrives on mm. we'll all have a different set of things that it really doesn't agree with the things that we'll be sensitive to and will cause bad reactions and problems through our systems and things and a lot of that will be because of our backgrounds mm. and our genealogy our history where our ancestors have came from what they've adapted to dealing with then you know, i'm combine that with our environment and how we grew up personally and what we've been exposed to and yeah. personally adapted to we're all going to have a unique almost like a fingerprints our yeah. our biome our gut environment is going to be very very different to most other people yeah. and that's going to affect how and what our bodies like what uh, what they enjoy it's not always going to be you know Broccoli is a superfood. Everybody, make sure you have all your your broccoli and your sprouts. And yeah. In fact, like I've uh, I've done a test. I did uh, I did an analysis oh, did? Okay. of myself. Yeah, mm. and uh, turns out broccoli is a pretty harmful thing for me. Mm. I believe it. Not not everybody, and it is. It does have a lot of positive benefits to it yeah. for a lot of us. Yes, but. There's, there's, For me, it's probably uh, the harm is probably not worth the the potential benefit. Yeah. yeah. So, sorry, mom. No. Not uh, not gonna be finishing my broccoli. Not today. No. Not today. No broccoli for nah. tonight. Sorry. <laughs> not that I don't love a big old chunk of raw ass broccoli, but yeah. How does that possible? How can you eat raw broccoli? I don't know, man. Oh. Luckily, I uh, luckily I got an excuse now. <laughs> uh, like that's that's rough. Like I mm-hmm. I I can't do it. I can't do it either. My belly just turns upside down. So can- probably similar. It mm. probably doesn't agree. Whatever whatever little environment you got going on in there just at doesn't like it. It's at least cause an inflammation yeah. response or something. Yeah, and it's gonna gonna mess with you. So. You don't need it, man. Mm. So now food cravings, crave, crave mm. certain foods, right? So today I craved uh, ground beef and eggs. <laughs> hey, not the worst. Yeah. So like I just fried that up at night, like before, actually before I went on the bike. And then <laughs> uh-huh. probably not the best time, but whatever. And then it was just perfect, you know? Nice. Yeah. Is that a good thing going with what you feel and what you that what your body like what you listen to? Is that- now I think it really can be, and I think our bodies are incredible and they'll give you signals. If you're mm. lacking in something, it's 
it it just makes sense. Your body will tell you in some way, hey, Michael, man, we got to get some iron up in this bitch. Let's get some ground beef going on. Or maybe it's an omega, that's a fatty acid, or let's get some egg yolks fired up. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Um, issues become our, our world, man. We've shifted into this this hyper profit, hyper like immediate gratification kind of world. And along with that comes these super delicious, they call it hyper palatable foods. Mm, What's that? Companies will engineer things like, uh, uh, like, you, you know, cheesies, mm-hmm. those, those delicious little balls of cheesy deliciousness you get in the bag. Yeah. Like cheese puffs. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like companies will put in a bunch of research and, like intentionally engineer these things to be so, so damn good. And they're good. Mm. And they know that, right. They, they like, they are working on how can I mouth feel and things like triggering certain pleasure pathways in our brains to sell me more of these damn cheesies. Mm. So the problem comes in now, all of these super tasty, delicious things that we've engineered are going to work on these path- pathways and maybe maybe screw up that system. I'm going to start craving cheesies because of the delicious goodness and the way they're engineered to screw with my head. Yeah. And that might not necessarily be because my body needs it. Mm. We've kind of hacked ourselves, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's like, is that maybe if you can take a week off from something before you eat it again or drink it again, is that something you should test out? Like, Hey, because it feels like sometimes it's good to take a break off a certain thing. Right. I really think so. This is another case of, I think it really depends Um, with nutrition. This is such a, such a web. This is such a, such a network an intricate dance of, uh, of moving parts. I think a really, really good strategy at the right place in your adventure with the right person an elimination type diet, especially if you're having some kind of issues, Mm. um, do it properly and don't, don't just go about things willy nilly, but to remove many things, possible triggers that don't agree with you, Mm. just remove them, Assess how you feel. Watch your markers. See see how how you react, and then slowly reintroduce things in a yeah. in a kind of deliberate sequence, mm. and see if you remove all of these things and you feel way better. Okay, something in there was giving me problems. Mm. If I reintroduce the dairy and I have the problems again, oh. Yeah, you can feel pretty good that maybe you don't agree with dairy. Yeah, bingo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good or one. whatever it is, you know. Yeah, yeah. So is that something you do too? Beside of like training with Andrew Stone, <laughs> is um, nutrition coaching? <laughs> yeah, right. Is, that's a big part. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm. I think more or less, in some way. I I work this angle with everybody. Yes, yes. It's, it's so so damn important. Um, 
and, and everybody in my world, everybody has such a different angle on it. And they get such a different, different recipe. Mm-hmm. Really. I think it's not just, there's not just a meal plan that you get. It's almost more of a behavioral coaching kind of teamwork thing that we, uh, that we run. Mm, okay. Than uh, than proper nutrition coaching. Yes. Yeah, that's good. I didn't mm-hmm. know, right? I just ask questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Yeah, I tell myself I can get away with certain things if I train. I think that's like one of the benefits. Well, maybe. Yeah. But again, what uh, what is it all for, bro? What uh, what? It, let's back you up. What yeah. uh, what is the training for for Michael in the first place? This is an annoying question. No, it's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, carrying the kids and being able to lift the kids, mm-hmm. stay active with them when they're older, and also have like maybe like a healthy life down the road. I love it, man. Awesome mm. goals. Yeah. Well, that's that's pretty much it. Mm. And um, with the cardio, my dad, he was like, he he went into it at once he had kids there seems to be a shift in perspective once you have kids you make choices differently like oh I'm now I'm gonna buy a different kind of food maybe if I can afford it or not whatever but it's like you're more conscious maybe maybe it's sometimes without kids but for me it was always with kids and then okay. he was a runner and he was like he would get up early in the morning and he would like he has his heart belt on and then I just got connected to that like the way that cardio is that's important for me. Uh huh. Mm. What's well, I think it seems pretty obvious, but I'm going to throw this back at you: is why? Why is cardio important? Yeah. So I can get upstairs and <laughs> okay, feel good. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I hurt myself running like two years ago, and pretty mm-hmm. bad, and I had to take off almost a year off running. And I had like a year. Yeah, I like my um the thing with the foot under the heel. Tendon, yeah, yeah, your tendon. plantar fascia. Yeah, that was mm. a nasty one. That's and annoying. It is, and it doesn't. It goes. That doesn't go away for a while because it's a tendon. Mm. Yeah, so shit. But it, it's done now. I haven't run again, but I'm on the bike and I can I can move and I'm good. I I do what I can. And where was I? Why I'm doing, yeah, and I went up that hill by Red River to get do do something, and you know I parked the car down the road and then I walked up and like not even twenty meters and I was like, <sighs> and I was like, man, I miss running. Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, that's what it is. Mortality, I guess. You know, possibilities. Staying in shape, appreciate you can appreciate life differently, differently too. I think this, uh, yeah, this this is what I'm trying to get out of you. This is exactly the kind of angle I'm trying to get is mm. the driving factors behind your your why your why. Yeah, yeah, it feels good, and you're in a routine, and you you've almost found an external force to keep you going Mm. but really it's all moving you towards an appreciation of your life or or really a a happier michael yeah 
But it's interesting. You're more able to if you're not limited by your body or your abilities or your health to do the things that are important to you. Yeah. But there's people that are super healthy and they never worked out, right? Yep. And they get like 100 years and they eat five eggs a day and just a, like a whole pork belly every day. And they're good. <laughs> <laughs> there is, Pretty annoying. There's people like that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's crazy. Man, saddle up. There is, there. well, <laughs> some things uh, to unpack here. Um, mm. A whole pork belly. And I've been going through this crazy shift where I just like new information and opening minds. And I'm unlearning all of the mainstream popular opinions like okay pork belly in the right doses maybe maybe not so bad okay maybe a little bit of a healthy thing um annoying though things that are clearly not awesome the stories of this woman lived to 109 (laughs) and smoked a package of pack of cigarettes every day and dummy dummy things like just clearly unhealthy habits and still lived a long ass health like able life and then you hear of the people committing their entire life to uber health and almost obsessive fitness mm. yeah and getting some horrible disease or hit by a bus at mm. a young age and losing on and then well why would you do that it's- yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that when you work out, it's like it takes life away. <laughs> well, you, I mean, did you hear about that? It, <laughs> this, oh man, the studies, <laughs> the 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 hilarious studies out there, and the reach connections that we're making is, is yeah. hilarious. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you work out for an hour, it, it will directly cost you that hour. From anything else you would have been doing with your life. I think you're right, and Andy. You I think you're right. See it as a loss in that way. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, if you, the value that you can add, if you're doing it in a way that improves your quality of life or whatever it is you want mm-hmm. from your life, then I think it's hard to see it like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the opposite. Mm. I think it's the opposite. You yeah, have, exactly. You have more power, you have more energy, the battery has a. The battery, the body has a different, it grows. The charge you can get is bigger. You are, you are more powerful. I fully agree if you're training in a way that does that for you. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of, a lot of, I mean, so, so many different ways of, of doing this, this type of thing. Um, I mean, it, it's quite popular these days to, get into aggressive, aggressive training plans and just beat ourselves down and mm. almost pride ourselves on how ruined we are from our work. Oh yeah, man, what a what an awesome workout last week. I couldn't I couldn't walk. I couldn't play with the kids. I couldn't go on the hike. I had to call in sick to work. Couldn't get down the stairs. What a, what an awesome just what the mm. man like you couldn't play with your kids. What are you doing this for, man? If mm. if it's costing you the things in your life that you want it to enhance, mm. we we got to rethink what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. But I think you're so right. I think if you do it in a the right way for yourself, 
it should very much enhance your world, your your life. And if it doesn't, then we got to rethink your approach or your, yeah. your goals. Yeah. Yeah. You can, there's a lot to it. You know, there's a lot of learning involved with running, mm-hmm. for example. You know, you, you don't, if you never ran before and you want to go for a run, go for a walk. Walk five minutes. And then yep. the next day, walk seven minutes. And then take the next day off. <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you're so right. And that applies to everything in this, yeah. in this world. Um, it's, it is a sad fact. It's a sad feature, but we see it all the time. It, a strike of motivation, whatever causes and whatever gets us <clears throat> motivated and hearts in the right place. You see this at uh new year's all the time yeah. with, uh, with resolutions and, for whatever reason, people are are excited. They're motivated to mm-hmm. do something good for themselves. And they go. And they go hard. And they put in a lot of effort to yeah. try and improve their situation. And if you don't do it gradually, you run into these problems. You mm-hmm. have to adapt gradually. Or you're likely facing injuries or burnouts. or Yeah. And that's something you have a lot of knowledge in, right? Guiding. Pe- I've been through this process so many times. Yeah. Um, often it's learning people, man. It's learning the individual. And so many uh, times it's a case of we got to get you moving. We got to, we need to increase your, your work, your output and your, average week to get these things that you desire Mm. but so many other times it's we gotta hold back on your reins like we need to your fire is hot you're you're motivated it's inspiring you're ready to go but if we continue at this pace we're we're going to over challenge your systems we're going to cause problems based injuries or conditions or burnout and so it's really really an art in my mind i think so yeah yeah Mm -hmm. you have to learn to listen to your body yeah absolutely yeah absolutely recognize the signals and proceed at an appropriate level that's hard because you don't speak the language, it's right? Hard. It's really hard. It's, mm-hmm. It would be so much easier if it was just more equals better. Mm-hmm. But then you just put in the amount of work that matches your desired outcome and you do that. Mm-hmm. But it's really, unfortunately, a lot more complicated than that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know that guy the, in America, the what's his name? I forgot his name, but I follow him on Instagram. He's like, he was in the Navy, he was in the Air Force, and he was in the Army. And he's like, he runs and he says, fuck people. Um, What's his name? He's talking David Goggins. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that yeah, 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 yeah. That's perfect. You know the names. So he's, mm-hmm. and I love his attitude. And, you know, and I think it's very inspirational. It works for me. <clears throat> However, like I, I need off days. Like he, mm-hmm. he asked, "Hey, when was your last day off?" And he just starts laughing. 
and maybe he is at he maybe he is at that level where he doesn't need to or he shifts it well maybe he doesn't do leg day every day okay i get it but sometimes i just need a complete day off i just do like there's nothing left and i'm I, the same man yeah yeah i think i think he's awesome i think that guy is so inspirational and i think he's so cool and i think for the majority of our society, he's probably a really, really good force. Mm -hmm. I think, I think overall we could all use a little bit more fire and a little bit more drive for whatever it is to take care of our, our health and our wellness. Yeah. And I think he is just so, so far into the extremes that if we all just moved a little bit in mm. his direction, we'd be a healthier society yeah i think for the people that are likely drawn to him though that should probably we just haven't gone through his process gradually enough if we're already overtraining, which is a real thing we're already neglecting our recovery and we try and mm. and then we get an extra fire lift and start training more or more intensely or beyond our capacity to recover from we're going to face issues probably less benefit than if we trained less mm. probably more problems than if we just maintained our pace yes you 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 have a watch on your arm right i couldn't catch what it is but um is it like one of those fitness trackers or no no it's not eh? not at all man so this is how fancy i am i found this watch at a uh, at a thrift shop at a thrift shop yeah it's um it's beautiful i think it cost me seven dollars nice it's analog Ooh. the battery was dead it um so i found a battery for probably eight dollars mm. <laughs> and uh and the coolest part is it has an uh an engraving on the back plate saying something hilarious like i love you forever and the date is like 2015 oh that's cool so i get i get sweet love from a stranger that's forever awesome. yeah wow. yeah somebody yeah. sold that I, right wow. so i guess maybe forever <laughs> maybe. <laughs> there there is a there's an awkward story yeah behind the yeah but it's cool it's nice I want, yeah, yeah. I like. Well, if, if anyone asks, it's really expensive, and I'm a classy dude. Yeah, hundred percent. It's yeah, it fits. Yeah. You. It yeah, fits. You. Yeah, cheers, man. Yeah. So, like, I used to work a little, little bit with Garmin, right? For like, oh, cool. For running and stuff, and yeah. like, they they do not work for, but like use it as a watch. Okay. So yes. so the um like they have nowadays. I, I have the Phoenix Five, I think, and they mm. now they starting to say recovery time. Like they they say, depending on your VO two max and uh, heart rate and uh, whatever composition, they give you the anaerobic and the other one, um, and the aerobic. Yes, mm. and and I I usually get the first one, like a three or three point two, but the other one I barely ever get up. Uh-huh. Do you want to break this down for me and explain why I what what would I have to do because you would be the person to know, right? To get a better score on your aerobic recovery? Mhm. Mm no, so like 
not the better score for recovery, but a better score for uh, stressing it, like getting it up a little bit, because it's almost like I you like three is like in the middle, and four would be way too high. Five is was like, whoosh, what did you do? And then like, but like I have it or three b two on this side, but on the other side it's just like it's like um, point two. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, do point you get one. into HRV? like heart rate variance with mm. this i feel like yeah that's maybe that's what it, it is here so if i break this down i just try to get into it uh training effect so improving aerobic endurance and minor anaerobic benefit oh okay okay so what so this is yeah so this is um this is giving you an indication of the stimulus of the the type of system that you're challenging with what you're doing. Mm. Um, Aerobic aerobic is with the presence of oxygen. Mm -hmm. So our, we've got three ish, but you can think of two major energy systems that our body uses to do work. Okay. Early on, like quick sprint, if we're going to start moving or if, Oh, a bear and you need to get out right now. Mm. That's going to be our anaerobic system. So without oxygen, because uh, oxygen takes long for our body to like, more like a diesel type fuel. Okay. Like it goes long, but it's not as... Yeah, it burns the fat, yet. right? Yeah. So first first thing we'll do... Um, yeah. 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 You'll probably get more into that type of system. That'd be a more primary source of fuel for that type of work. Uh-huh. First thing out the gates or fast, like immediate response is more like a, like a racing fuel, like, like rocket fuel. It's going to burn hard fast. It'll get you going real fast, but it's not going to last very long. Yeah. We can do that for a little while, but then we need to bring the oxygen in, to sustain any level of work. So that anaerobic is the system that um, more like lifting your weights, doing those pull-ups that you were doing earlier. Ah, okay. Probably, you're probably mostly anaerobic. And then later in the evening, when you get on your bike, you're not using high octane racing fuel on there. You're going to get more into your slower maintained yeah. kind of pace. And then and that'll be your aerobic system. So your watch is going to give you an indication of where where your training is targeting. Yeah. In terms of those systems, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's a good breakdown. See, I always struggle with those two de- definitions. Does it make sense? It, yeah, uh, it does. Yeah. Cool. So if I would do intervals on the bike, then this would be the anaerobic. Probably, depending the way you're structuring your intervals, yeah. you're going pretty damn fast you're mm. you're burning hot for an interval of time it's that would likely be anaerobic like you're going mm-hmm. so hard that you can't maintain that pace for more than 20 seconds or two minutes or yeah they, something like that yeah 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 i would do probably intervals i would probably do like one minute as hard as I, or as long as i can as hard as i can Maybe maybe I would go a certain wattage, hold that wattage as long as I can, and then that's it. And then two minutes off, maybe five minutes off. I don't know. 
I don't do yep. too many intervals because I'm not racing. <laughs> it's a super cool way of training. You can get a lot of effects in a much shorter time. I heard that. Training that way. Um, but then here we go. We bring it back into our why and our goals and mm. what do I need it for? You're not racing. You're yeah. not competing. And if you are, it's not in a sprint event. Mm. Yeah. So, so we think why if you wanted to challenge your anaerobic system, your without oxygen system, then maybe shorten that sprint time and go harder for uh, yeah. more like higher intensity, mm. higher wattage or whatever it is. So you, when you do that one, you burn, so the anaerobic, then you burn the sugar that is stored in the cells, the MTPs. Yes, so there's two systems, um, two kind of branches of the anaerobic system. Oh. First off, you'll uh, you'll burn through a reserve of ATP, oh, creatine. It's okay. It's like a uber uber hot. You might get like five or ten seconds wow. of that business, and that's wow. that's just right now. Mm. And then quick, pretty shortly after that, you'll shift into a glycolytic. So now you're burning sugar stores. You're burning glucose or stored mm. carbohydrate reserves yeah. to get you the next the next eight or ten, the next little bit of push in your in your work. And then if you continue on, it's it's really cool. You can actually feel your body kind of shift gears oh, if you're wow. if you're aware. You'll notice on going up that hill that you were going up, the first little bit is going to, you'll go and then pretty quick you'll kind of fall behind and, oh, mm. this is, this is kind of, this is kind of hard. <laughs> this sucks. And then you can almost feel the shift as your body moves into uh. an aerobic. So now I'm, now I'm getting enough oxygen in to, to use as a, as a fuel source to burn my, my fatty acids and use them to sustain this kind of, kind of work that I'm doing. Understood. Is there a maximum on the reserves, on those two first reserves? You can, like, you can increase that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, not infinitely, I'm sure. Mm. But, uh, but, so this is, uh, this is kind of coming back to where, what your watch is telling you. If you train those intervals, if you if you hit those hard, those sprint intervals regularly enough, you you work that system, uh, your body will adapt and upregulate and improve those systems. It'll be like, oh hey, man, if we gotta do this, we better shape up mm. these systems that need to do this. And and it will increase or improve or whatever it needs to do. Okay. To be better at those things. I see. That's good. So mm -hmm. you, you, there's a possibility of improvement. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. And I'd even say a possibility of improvement when you're 90. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Harder, maybe. But yeah. it's you're not stuck. Mm -hmm. Wow. The no. body is a wonder, eh? We are such cool creatures, man. We are such amazing intricate yeah. beings yeah it's fascinating it's so weird <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> it really is it really is how did you get into this all 
Like, oh man, are you born and raised in Thunder Bay? Okay, so born and raised in Thunder Bay. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and then I went on. Uh, well, I went on some adventures for a while. Did some uh, some exploring and some traveling. And Ooh, nice. Ended up uh, ended up back here, and I, I don't know. I I really do love this city, man. I love this area. It's so so much goodness. Yeah, it's special. Mm-hmm. Mm. Were you always very sporty? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Very active. What did you do in very, your childhood then? So I actually, um, I actually really resisted the gym scene. Yeah, growing up, I was very active. I was pretty hard to slow down doing something, and reasonably fit from doing that, yeah. just playing and doing things that were fun. So to get into this world, I uh, I made an amazing contact doing one of those activities. Mm. His name is uh, his name is Dan Druick. He still lives here. Okay, he's got to be well. He's not a young dude anymore. Mm. He's uh, he's getting up there, but what a legend! So he would encourage me, and he was really into it. Yeah, come on, Andy, come and, and work out with me. It's, yeah, nah, man, it's. That doesn't interest me. Like I just want to snowboard and hike and climb and jump and play and sports and yeah. Finally, he uh, he got me in for a couple workouts and his his way was it was just exactly what I needed. It was okay, almost a game. It was a challenge and uh. and it turned into almost a sport within. Oh, like and the, the challenge. Is what kind of sucked me into it. The, mm. the the way it was, it wasn't what I thought. It wasn't just sitting and doing a set of 10 and looking around. And yeah. It wasn't work for the sake of work. It was, it was fun. It was fun and exciting. Yeah. And then pretty quick, I saw how that actually improved my snowboarding. I was... I was quite serious about snowboarding and hockey at the time okay. and to see, uh, to see the transfer, like man, the, the power in my jumps and the power, my rotations, the mm-hmm. stability, the, the safety, even like my resiliency. Yes. You, could, yeah. You recover faster if you have a body that is in shape too, right? Recover faster for sure. And, damage prevention in the first place like yes. oh man i beat myself up like i was <laughs> i was well still i still but i'm yeah i guess a mm. little reckless and yeah. maybe a bit dumb I, I beat myself up and it was really cool to see the adaptations like things i was always pretty by far the smallest hockey player out there Oh, and my dumbass would not recognize that, so I'd get myself in trouble, Ooh, and I'd get beaten okay. up. And oh, I always thought that I was cooler than I was snowboarding, so trying stunts and things that I probably didn't have any business doing. And mm. then when I start training for training, like gym exercise, hockey players that oh, normally I'm about to get rolled over. And these big dudes just kind of bouncing off of me. Oh, like, uh, last year this probably would have been me out of the play and probably injured. 
Mm. And now I'm, I'm fine. I'm what stable. What a difference. What a difference. Yeah. 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 The crashes that I take, I'd still crash just as hard. But instead of being out for a week or a month mm. with injuries, my tissues are just stronger. I can handle so much more and yeah. keep having fun, keep enjoying things. Okay. So how was the training a challenge? How did he do, how did he do it? He's he's so cool. He's got uh, he's got such you you mentioned uh you could kind of feel my energy mm. early on. He's got more, man. He's he's another level. He's I think he's a robot. <laughs> um he uh he's got a lot of experience in a lot of different things, okay. different modalities of training but um early on in our training together i mean it kind of started with movement type challenges Mm -hmm. like can you do this movement yes or no or a lot of like flexibility flexibility for sure a lot of calisthenics so like yes good right mm-hmm. it's like body weight stuff and can you hold this position can you achieve this position can you move in this way yeah and i couldn't mm-hmm. do some of them and man that pissed me off in such a great way like show mm-hmm. me something that i can't do and man yeah okay i can't do it but wait till next week you you lit my fire <laughs> Game now is on dead. Yeah, the game is on. I can't do it now, but given next week, I'm going to do five. Okay. And that uh, that kind of got a little fire lit mm. to start me. And then he threw this stupid challenge at me. Oh, boy. Um, I still I still use it. I still modify it and implement it in different ways with some of my clients. So I still revisit it. He just called it a 300 challenge. Oh. He got it from, uh, have you seen the movie? It's called The 300, I think. The Spartans? Yeah, with the Spartan Warriors. Yeah. We are Sparta! Sparta! (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So this pretty cool movie. It is. Um, Wicked story. But this, um, so there was a workout. Apparently the legend has it that the actors from this movie had to do this workout to get super jacked for the movie. All right. And it, if they did it work, cause they were proper Jack yeah. in that movie. They didn't work much either. No, <laughs> which I mean, it's important to be super jacked. <laughs> if you're going to, if you're going to do that, I guess. Yeah. Everybody in the front line, just the super guys, a little bit back. It's okay. You don't have to have the body per. Yeah. He percentage. didn't do the whole workout so he can, uh, he can hang out at the back. Yeah. yeah you gotta go. But it was back. a really, it was a cool workout challenge okay um that he that he took from apparently those actors had to do it um and he threw it at me he's like this is this is the official movements and the time cut off and you have to do all of these movements Mm. ends up being 300 repetitions of different things okay 300 warriors what to do it was it was a challenge and uh and yeah try this and man, I was small. I was nowhere near it. It mm. ruined me. I wasn't even close. And I told you how those movement challenges would piss me off. Yes. That 
like I was outclassed. I was nowhere near mm. ready for that. And man, that stuck in my head. So every workout for the next couple months, a little bit of me is like, okay, this is, if I do it in this way, it can help me re when I revisit that challenge this is going to give me a, this is going to help me beat that stupid challenge. It kind of stuck in my head, you know? Yeah. So I would then now I'm seeking different ways to get better and rock up and finally beat this challenge and conquer this dragon, you know? Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, I got a little bit obsessive for I, a little bit. No, no. Are you, are you... A little bit. I, think I, was, I was dwelling on it a bit. Hmm. Um, and then maybe, I don't know, three or three months more training. Okay, I'm way stronger now. Things are, like, things are feeling better. Hmm. I'm going to retest this thing. and No, I got crushed again. Better. Better. But I still I still had a ways to go. Like how far? And this, like this was the this first. Was the process. You, this was the first re-attempt after like three, four months? Yeah, I think I I think after getting smoked by it, I mean I knew it's not like I'll try again tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll wait. yeah, yeah. So I built myself up. Wow. And uh, and I retested it and I got crushed again, but I was better. Yeah, yeah, by how much? And I think probably three or four attempts before I was getting close. Wow. Like it, probably like an overall, oh maybe ten months, maybe a year. Wow. From the first attempt before, oh man. Okay, so you have a time cutoff. You got to get the whole thing done in 20 or less minutes, or else you can't be a Spartan warrior and you get thrown in the pit or whatever. That's it. Yeah. 20 minutes. You did. And there was a time where I had, I think it was two out of 300 reps, I think I had like two more pull-ups to do wow. to finish the thing. Wow. And I probably had a minute or more left. And I remember Dan laughing at me. I got two minutes to do two pull-ups and I couldn't, they, they just, they just wouldn't happen. I was, I tried and I almost got up now and now, and I missed, I failed by two ish. It was so close. Mm. And It felt, yeah, that, yeah. Did it, did that feel good, or were you really disappointed? It that one was a little bit encouraging because it was finally like that was a big improvement from the attempt before. Yeah. So I knew okay if I strategize a bit different, if I pace myself a bit better in the middle, and I'm a bit smarter about like for the first time it was it seemed very achievable. Mm. Man, did it piss me off to be two reps shy of beating this monster. So yeah, that that was annoying. But I think I think I gave it a week or two and I went and man, I just crushed it. Okay. Yeah, because you were then you were so much more there. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I wasn't much fitter, but smarter. I knew yeah. and confident now, okay. Yeah. I was that close. That sounds like a good exercise. It, uh, I mean, think of thinking of it now. I would, and I do. I uh, I modify it now, and everything I give to everybody is personalized to what they need. So I'll I'll kind of modify it and engineer it to fit what I need from it. Mm. The format, whatever it is, 
I've, I mean, I would change some of the movements or the way they're done knowing more now. Yes. But the pattern, and if you can do anything with, within that pattern or any version of the pattern, and man, it works. It, mm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still can't do the one where I pull myself over the bar. Like you, From hang? you hang and then you pull yourself uh-huh. up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's called a muscle up. Yeah. I have to get a different bar for outside, build something this summer maybe. But where okay. but then and then the way I work I've I've tried to like go through the motion in my head, but I I've never done it. So that's on top of not knowing how to do it properly. And then mm-hmm. and then attempting something that you don't know and you've never done before. So I don't you're, you're singing my song now. I love this kind of training. This is the calisthenic stuff mm. that I love. Yeah. I have a real appreciation for like human movements and like the subtle technical stuff. Mm-hmm. And this is a really technical movement that requires a lot of strength and power, but it is, it's quite technical. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I like to analyze and break this, this shit down I, I don't know, that that really interests me. How many that how kind of how many fingers do you need to do a pull up? Like, what's the minimum? How many? How many like what's the minimum amount of fingers you need for a pull up for you personally? Um, well, I'm using both. <laughs> I have, I did actually test this once upon a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I would be better or worse now. Mm. Um, I think I was down to two fingers on both hands wow. if i could use my if i can use both hands mm-hmm. and my my strong i think i was doing underhand with two fingers at some point um but since then i've gotten very into rock climbing and ice climbing and i i don't know i wonder if maybe i wouldn't be better now yeah or or maybe way worse having not trained in that way mm for some time i don't know yeah interesting i might uh i might get back to you i'm gonna mm. i got a challenge for tomorrow let's <laughs> <laughs> try this out yeah there's mm-hmm. this there's this guy on youtube and he's like 60 and he's somewhere in new york i think or maybe even he's on the east coast now and he's just like a small channel i found him and he's just like he does every day he does his pull-ups in any kind of position and he then he talks about the fingers and like how you work yourself down Like you uh-huh. and the fingers actually gain strengths. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like it's is it the is it the tenants that get stronger or is there muscle in it too? I'm not sure. Fingers so that, that type of training is gonna be very limited by your tendon yeah, strength. Okay. And okay. Tensile strength there. Mm. Muscle for sure. Your muscles have to really there's a big challenge for them to move that resistance yeah. in that way, that distance. Um, but losing, ditching fingers, you, you got to be really careful to condition your tendons yeah. gradually because yes. those guys are annoying. They, if you damage those, mm. much like your foot, there's not, that's a long, annoying recovery. It is. Mm. Yeah. Tendons suck. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. They do, but it's... Mm. It's part of the game. It's okay. Yep. All right. All right. So you got 
now you 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 said you came back to Thunder Bay and then you you with the gym that that was before or after like where you had your friend helped you out to get hooked on this challenge thing so he he started me well before okay he's around thunder bay he got me started well before i left so i was pretty uh, pretty hooked by the time i started exploring mm. so actually um actually kind of took it with me on my on my journeys and that's good would, mm-hmm. yeah yeah i've you and you so did you go all over canada or what did you do so i started exploring i uh, i probably did four or five years um working an awesome job here in thunder bay in the summer yeah and then i would trek out to whistler or Kelowna and Mm. kind of live in my truck or with some friends or get in a pen and go chase snowboarding competitions and nice for an adventure and travel yeah. for the winter mm-hmm. come back here for the summer and uh and just live that life yeah so fun um eventually i got a little more ambitious and instead of whistler i went to australia mm-hmm planning on um, I might go and I mean I made all these Australian friends living in the ski towns so I've got people to visit now yeah. so I'll go maybe maybe three or four months I'll go explore Australia mm. and then, yeah down under yeah 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 it's so cool those kangaroos they fight eh boxing yeah man you can't <laughs> they're not what you want they're not like a cartoon you can't just <laughs> do what you want with a kangaroo no they're, they're pretty badass they're pretty quick and they they yeah. they're jacked they got biceps yeah. like you have <laughs> <laughs> maybe more yeah Kubi. Mm-hmm. wow mm. why do they have such a big biceps because of the jumping and the balance i the biceps i don't know um the legs for sure i mean yeah. the legs in in their tail and it's like that's a powerful mm. creature yeah um But I, I don't know. You do see some that are particularly jacked and like shoulders and yes. arms, and they're they're kind of. And I, I don't know. I How did like, they get that? I don't know. I think maybe maybe we've called drug testing on that because that's a bit weird. Like you, you don't even <laughs> use your arms. You're like a little dinosaur. Mm. What do you need these big ass arms for? But yeah, superfoods. Curls for the girls, maybe. I don't know. Mm, definitely, it's important. Yeah. What 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 do you think about supplements? Like, so my general philosophy again depends, and I think it's gotta apply to the situation reflected back to your why. Mm. My general philosophy on them is base your meals on real food. Yeah, primarily as much as you can, and then use a supplements to fill in the gaps that. You just can't get in that way, or your lifestyle is better suited. It's just not convenient enough mm-hmm. to get whatever it is you need from real food. So you use you pay for the convenience to fill it in that way. Yeah, with a supplement. Yeah, I think I think you I think that's good. Like mm-hmm. we did. Um, 
I talked about this before, but like we did competitive swimming in Germany when I grew up and like five times a week, two hours training and you had to have an annual checkup, right? And the annual checkup was also, I don't think it was the blood. Sorry? Two hours a day. Yeah, yeah. Five days a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of demand, man. That's how I grew up, right? Mm -hmm. And then we had chocolate pudding all day. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be amazed what you can eat when you're young before you go swimming. And, and you, not uh, yeah, and not pay for it. And you need that too. You need all yeah, that man. energy. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah that is a demanding activity, and that's yeah. a lot of it. You're gonna need to fuel the fire, man. Yeah, you, you could buy those in, not instant noodles, but they had this the cakes. Like I don't know if you've seen it, but it's like sometimes you can buy them at Christmas time. The Italian ones, the round ones. I don't know what the name is for, but the traditional oh, Christmas cakes. They're really thin. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Oh God! I'm gonna get in so much trouble. They're called um, pizzolis or or some, something like that. Yeah, maybe. I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure. But something like that. A German version would be just like a marble cake with chocolate covers all over, and it would be like two. Oh, se- yum! It would be like mm. a, this brick, like a brick, and I could, okay. and it would like be like two thousand calories, right? Probably, maybe. I don't know. It's all artificial. Wow. You could eat that before, and then you're good. no no nothing you just need it Mm. it's amazing so and then back to the supplements you know my dad took me once to um because he he tried to to get you got a blood test right and in the blood test you can you can tell what amino bases are low right because Mm -hmm. there's different there's eight twelve i don't know whatever and you then in the blood test you can see which ones are low and then you can specifically supplement the certain amino base because you you, we can build them no you cannot synthesize all of them or you need all of them to synthesize some of them i'm not sure how that all works do you know a little bit yeah so most um our body can produce most of them from other things. Yeah. There are some they're, they're referred to as essential amino acids, essential to get from your diet is what the essential means. Mm-hmm. So essential amino acids, it's essential that we get those from an external source because we just can't produce them ourselves. Yeah. So those ones you, you got to get from somewhere else. Mm-hmm a supplement or your, or your diets or something. If you're not getting those, then you're going to be in trouble because you won't be able to produce them otherwise. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because then you run a deficiency Yep. in a way. And then over, over longer times things happen. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's interesting to see that you can go so far down and then you see, Oh, this amino base you need. And then you, you can get that in a tube and you can, you can drink it in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. So it's, it's really crazy. I'm, it's really, I think supplements are good, but I, I get creeped out if I see a picture of somebody in the morning and they pop like 20 pills and it's just, like, <laughs> and you know, I have no disrespect. You do what you'd want to do, but like mm-hmm. for me, that would be too much. I do I do really feel that in general they're overused mm. in our fitness 
general community in our fitness industry, um, I think comes back to this immediate gratification, short term desire, mm. le- kind of behavior that we that we settle into is combine that with aggressive marketing i mean it's yeah hard to patent uh real food it's hard to you can't mm. patent a, a steak or a potato or even your uh your delicious german treats yeah. potentially but there's money to be made in selling me some mm. kind of supplement it's a huge industry mm. so there's a big pressure from marketing campaigns buy this powder, buy this pill, buy these things, and you'll get you'll get twenty percent sexier overnights and probably taller, whatever they're whatever they're marketing. Sure. Yeah. And that's part of it, I guess. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Um... that pressure and our desire to to whatever it is to be bigger or stronger or thinner or mm-hmm. faster or whatever that desire probably some media influence that makes me think I want something anyway probably don't need mm. and then more marketing telling me that oh I can take this it's that easy instead of putting in the work or preparing a salad or a steak or something you yeah can, you can just easily purchase this product take 30 of them in the morning and you'll and you'll be better at whatever mm. what what do so you, then, sorry 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 oh. you go ahead if you want to i didn't want to no 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 okay sorry about that the what do you think about creatine again depends mm. but in general i'm very for it actually okay i was uh i mean i'm Skeptical with everything, yeah. and especially in this line, especially with your health. Yeah. Um, so I was quite tentative with when it started uh, coming onto my radar. I was skeptical, though mm-hmm. so I did a lot of research on this one, and um, I I feel really confident in that one in particular. It's really well researched. It's very, very low harm, very safe, very understood. Mm. Um, one of the few mainstream supplements that is shown to be pretty confidently effective yeah. at what it's meant to do, mm-hmm. which is important. A lot of these things are question mark. Does it even do what it's meant to do? But creatine in particular has confidently been shown to do what it's marketed as. Yeah. It's been confidently shown not to cause a whole stream of other problems that I'm most concerned with. Mm. Um, and most people, of course, there are the few that just don't agree with it. Sure. Personal person to person. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, quite quite safe and effective it's cost effective it's not very expensive mm. and you, um, i think you said earlier too it is already in the body anyways right yes that that is a naturally occurring compound so our body will 
we'll make some of it. I believe we'll, I believe we can make it um, mm. to get the amount, to get the dose of it that we would want for its purpose um, would take something like a, like a stupid number of steaks. Like you're eating an unachievable amount of red meats. That's, that's where we get it from. Yeah. You're, you're eating a, a buffalo or whatever it is yeah, interesting to get the amount of it that you would get from a five gram scoop yeah. from a supplement. Mm. So this is one of the cases where I see a benefit to supplementation. Mm-hmm. You can get the right dose. I like, I like unsweet and I like pure for the most part, but you can get a pure dose concentrated of this ingredient isolated without having to eat a buffalo worth of meat yeah. and, and everything associated with that. Mm-hmm. to get what you need right yeah do, do you track your body percentage body fat percentage nah. ever did never could yeah. i couldn't guess wow okay all right i respect me, that what for me personally um my my personal purpose is so far from aesthetic okay like I think it's important for sure. And you got to feel comfortable with how you look and that, that does play an importance in other aspects of your world. But I, uh, I really feel like my training, I train movements and skills and abilities Uh for myself. And I feel that I get those results and with my clients as well, I feel like chasing a chasing a challenge. If you, choose the right type of challenge in the right ways mm. you can get both you can really get yeah. amazing aesthetic results you can look very very fit trying to be fit instead of trying to look fit mm-hmm. right yeah the funny thing is like maybe i look maybe like i work out right so mm. like i i should be strong like I should be able to hold the baby longer than Lisa, but when okay. I when I train and then we go somewhere and I hold the baby, I can't hold the baby as long as she, she can. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need to take a whole week off, and then I maybe maybe I can just hold it the same time, right? Because I already feel it. I already I trained her to hold the baby already earlier. <laughs> okay, okay. So there's a couple things, a couple <laughs> things at play here. Um, one of them is specific adaptations. Mm. You'll adapt to what it is that you're doing. And I'm, I'm going to guess that maybe she's got a bit more experience specifically holding that. Must have. Oh, she's yeah. just, she can Babies be... are weird, man. Babies don't have nice handles. They don't have yeah. balanced weights the maybe. way that your dumbbells do. Maybe she's just squirming. stronger too, though. Well, I mean... To defend you, if, if anyone ever questions that, tell her, okay, no, women are a little bit more designed to do like the hip balance and the body plan. It's it's all kind of evolved to be good at that. Mm. So maybe yeah, it's not that it's not that you're stronger than me, it's just it's just an evolution thing that women have the hips 
to do to do these things it's a center of balance thing yeah. and then also and then you should also really lean on the oh and if i didn't do so many pull-ups and so many heavy ass weights this morning then for sure i'd be able to uh to hang on to that thing it's so true it is yeah yeah, then then neither then we don't have to admit that she's definitely way stronger than us, I think. Yeah. No I don't have a problem with that one. I'm okay with that. Like I think women are stronger actually. I in general I, I would not argue that Yeah. Yeah. I think there's they're body wise and probably mental wise, like they are just I think they are stronger than us. I think overall in general as a gender, mm-hmm. I think that, I would definitely not disagree. Yeah. I wouldn't disagree publicly, <laughs> but I think you're really right. I think um, the physical in a lot of ways that matters. I think overall males are a little bit, we've evolved to be, we've just got the hormones and the, and the situation to be physically more powerful. Yeah. In general. Mm-hmm. But I think you're getting a bit deeper than that. I think the combination of mental mm, toughness yeah. and resiliency mm. um, and potential, I think, can really, really shift the balance in ways that matter. Mm-hmm. In some, I think, maybe a, a bench press competition, a, a male training for that probably has a higher ceiling. You can probably probably get stronger in that way specifically mm. but real life situations i think chicks are strong man yeah that's a, mm. that's a good way to put it andy i like that so let's talk about you balancing on some blue eyes oh you saw that yeah 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 how did you like did you did you wear gloves for that or you don't do that either, right? Because you have like your Valentine's picture you post on Instagram. Were you naked, by the way, or did you have some clothes <laughs> on? Um, yeah, I think, I don't know, naked. Yeah, I guess I might have had a watch on. <laughs> Does it count as naked if you got a watch on? No. I was, I was pretty naked, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's good. So, um, oh, you probably really dig this. I feel like, uh, I feel like you've got the right appreciation for things. I've, um, mm. A while ago, I've fallen onto this crazy guy. I think he's from the Netherlands. His name is Wim Hof. Oh, yeah. You've heard of this? You've heard of this guy? <clears throat> yeah. 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 I've haven't, I haven't had him on in the show yet, but. He'd be a, he'd be a really uh, a really interesting guy yeah. to chat with, I think. Yeah. I talked to Travis from Afloat. He's really into it, too. <clears throat> yeah yeah uh gavin, gavin gavin sorry why did i mix this up yeah and then yeah, gavin uh, yeah. gavin and tracy that's right yeah, yeah they're really really into uh into his stuff yes they are and it's like so i know a little bit but please go ahead well that's um <laughs> it's it's proper crazy it really is but this um this guy is into he's really into breathing work and cold therapy yeah and it's really really bizarre from the outside and i've just i've just reached a point that i don't really give a rip anymore and i see the benefits for myself and i kind of enjoy it so if you Mm. i mean if you think i'm crazy 
walking to work in minus 40 in my shorts. Okay, you think what you want, but I'm going to do it. Yeah. But he's found uh, he's found some pretty remarkable health-related and mental health-related effects connecting with exposing yourself to extreme cold conditions. Mm. And heat as well, and just challenging ourselves in these ways. Um, but it's really, really kind of astounding the uh, the effects and the outcome of dealing with these things. Mm. So the uh, <laughs> the naked Valentine's photo was mm. totally spur, but out on a hike in the winter and open water. Okay, it's a thing that people are doing, trying to seek out these situations where they can swim in cold water. Oh, okay, and gain the benefits from it. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't the plan, so I didn't have proper swimwear. And mm. Well, you had to watch, so that was good. Yeah, yeah, so it's not even really that uh, that risque. Yeah. Okay, so you so you dropped everything and you jumped in the water on to, and swam over to the little island in between? Yep. And then you post, and then you swam back. <laughs> yeah, so I guess it's a a bit of backstory. Somehow, how did it start? Somehow, going on adventures, especially especially with women, the dudes as well, but especially with women, it's not long before. Uh, hey, can you send me all the photos from the waterfall? I got to put them on the Instagram and all the photos of me. And, mm. and the joke kind of started when I... I mean, if you end up at a waterfall, if you get a chance to be in a natural waterfall, yeah, you go in the waterfall, right? It's just a really cool experience. And if you aren't equipped and you have to be naked in the waterfall, well, then that's sorry, how you do it. Yeah, sorry. And I think even if you are equipped, but you have the opportunity to genuinely be naked mm. in a waterfall. Yeah. Yeah, you get naked and you go in that waterfall. It's really liberating. It's like a... It's a different experience. It's a different experience. It's the difference between skinny dipping and going for a swim. Yeah. Only amp way up because a waterfall is a really cool natural feature, right? Mm. Yeah. Ah, okay. So some somehow I ended up... Someone got a shot of me and you can tell, you can see that there's clearly a butt in the waterfall... Um, so somehow I ended up with this photo and then when all the girls are asking for their photos you send them a wave 30 photos and the last one you sneak the, the butt one in there and then oh I didn't I was, I was scrolling through my photos and I was like oh I'm so pretty and look at me and look at this lighting and, oh my god look at the butt <laughs> and then that kind of became a thing and now I have to recreate it and think of funny ways to yeah. trick your friends into. Yeah, there was another one, right? The spicy burrito. The spicy burrito. Bianca, Bianca commented on it. She's that you did a handstand on a beat. <laughs> okay, yeah. So over time, now it evolves, and how are funny ways? You can't just keep doing the same photo. So how are funny ways I get to it. trick your uh, mm. trick your friends into? accidentally seeing your butt <laughs> um 
Yeah, so now naked handstands at a waterfall or at a cool mm. frozen lake or something. And yeah. The spice the spicy burrito, that's a whole that's a whole backstory, I think. Oh good. I'm 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 goofy, man. I I don't know, I feel at some points I refer I described a movement that I was trying to get a class of people to do is oh yeah if you do it this way it's gonna be really spicy. Yeah. Cause it was harder. I can't even tell you where the burrito part came from. That probably was an evolution thing, but mm. I'm sure I'm sure that comment came from something like that. Yeah. Spicy burrito. Mm. It's, it's a good comment. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. spicy burrito in any real context is just a good thing. Mm. Yeah. Sign me up. Order now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. Okay. All right. So back to the ice, blue ice. And I, I, oh, I, yes. I want to touch a little bit based on the Wim Hof 2 real quick. You said you were running to work in minus 40 uh, with shorts on. Uh, but how does it feel? Um, straight. I mean, that to me is kind of easy. Sure. I. Uh, but do you feel I'm, anything? Not. It's not really chance. So straight. My work isn't very far away, so it's not a long exposure. Um, and I've got a jacket or some jackets on. It's almost become just more of an expected thing, like. Almost more for the reaction. It's not mm. really a challenge for me. It's not long enough to be uncomfortable. Uh. And it's probably not nearly as as crazy. Oh, maybe it's a bit crazy. Yeah, maybe it's as crazy as it sounds. So do you put your mind over your body or what do you do? That's a, that's a big part of it. I mean, there are definitely some straight up physiological benefits to it um but a big part of the draw to me is like mental toughness and control mm. so the walk straight up i mean if anyone asks i'm i'm fucking tough man and it's and it's i just don't feel the cold <laughs> but but really it's not that's not that bad i do a part of whim's teachings is cold showers or ice baths yeah have you, have you looked into this? Have you, you gotten into something like this? Uh, I did a cold shower for a little bit. I got a so, yeah. yeah. I got a really good sh start on that one where I shampooed up my beard and then I put <laughs> it cold and then I, <gasps> but I breathed through the nose because I, because Gavin told me it's better to do. And then I breathed, yeah. I breathed in all the shampoo. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got really. Really nice, lush uh, nostril hair now. Probably we don't so don't get a lot of shampoo in there normally. So smooth, mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, things like that. So, I mean, if I'm being honest, that cold shower and that shampoo snort that you hit was probably less comfortable than my walk to work mm. minus forty. I don't know. Maybe maybe doing the showers and the ice swims and and that stuff has desensitized me a little bit mm -hmm. maybe yeah but um but it's really not that bad with the one when it's i mean maybe a four or five minute walk it's 
So you There's walk or you run? Just walk. Okay. It's even even though it's like I don't think we hit my, but it feels like minus forty days. Yes. Um, and I still haven't been uncomfortable enough walking that I've felt the need to rush this situation. Mm. It's so interesting, actually. Um, when Saturday just was it Saturday? Saturday we were ice climbing. Yeah. And um it's a bit of a situation we was maybe an hour, maybe it was a long, pretty pretty gnarly hike to get to these waterfalls. Mm. And we had just started, we'd hiked around and set up a line, and I was coming down the line to start climbing back up. And on the way down, it was a weird situation. I went through the ice of the waterfall. Wow. At a point into running water. Wow. Like I was in the waterfall behind the ice and filled up my boots. And I was probably up to my knees or something and running water minus it. I mean, it wasn't as cold on Saturday, but mm-hmm. it was cold. It was still pretty decent. Yeah, it wasn't warm. No. Um, the water wasn't really that cold for some it was really weird but it was very wet mm. and this was the start of our day and we were a long way up in the bush right yeah so okay this is potentially a very dangerous situation like we're we're careful not to get too sweaty on the hike up because you get sweaty and then you stop moving mm. the sweat can then free and then you can get into trouble yeah never mind a bit of sweat i'm like full my boots are full of water it's a fish tank yeah if this freezes like this could become a situation where like i might need to be out of here like right now or i'm facing a cold injury or Mm -hmm. um and I really think that a lot of my cold swims and my random goofy walks to work in my shorts, I, I really think they improved my situation. Like almost a point where do I need to end the day early for the group? We haven't even started climbing yet. Do I need to mm. like, do I tough it out and risk hurting myself or losing my toes or something so that we can all have fun? Do I be responsible and say, okay, you guys like this is, this is dangerous. We need to go and ruin the day. Mm. But we were smart. We built a fire. I wring out my socks. I dumped out my boots a bunch of times and it got a bit warmer and man, I had an awesome day. It's so much fun Mm. and I'm fine. Like it wasn't comfortable. It wasn't warm. But it didn't hurt me. Okay. I went climbing again the next day. Let's talk about the the moment you went through. Mm-hmm. Like mentally. Because when you do certain things, you obviously mentally you prepare yourself, right? Running outside yep. in the cold, you, you have thoughts. You, you, you program yourself. Yep. Yeah. How are you in those situations when the unexpected happens? Are you just... What happens? In uh, in this case, um, I, it was 
almost concerningly calm. Mm. Like I was a bit confused at first. I didn't realize what was happening. Yeah. Um, I went, uh, so I was on a bit of a shelf on the way down a bit of a horizontal shelf where some snow had built up. Mm-hmm. So it came down a vertical face and then I'm coming across a horizontal shelf that I could stand on before going down another face. Right. Yeah. So there's some snow on this shelf and I'm maybe up to my ang and I'm kind of moving through this snow and I got to the lip where I would start to descend again and I went through what I thought was some more crunchy snow mm. and then, Oh, wait a minute. This is a really weird, mm. like it didn't make sense to me. Why am I wet? What is you happening felt it? right now? Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. And then I could hear the running water and then my other foot goes through and then, Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm in, I'm not on the water and now I'm in the waterfall. <laughs> and I think it might've been different if the water were really cold Mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. It's really weird. It wasn't. Yeah. So the, my immediate response was more of an annoyance. Like, Oh, like I'm soaked now and I'm not uncomfortable, but like, I was really looking forward to this day and we, it was a lot of work to get this far. And what are some solutions? How can we still have fun and be safe? And there is, in this case, there wasn't, and I never had even close to a panic response or a startle or anything. Mm. Um, more, more of a, well, confusion and then, Solution. and then concern. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. It'd be different if, um, I mean, if I was immediately in danger, which it could have become. If it would, instead of up to my ankles or my knees in the water, if I was sliding underneath the sheets or, or if it was immediately hazardous. Yeah. That's where it's really interesting to see how you or how people respond to things. Mm. Do you train yourself for that? I think it's really hard. I think it's really hard to, I do try, yeah. but I think until you're in the heat, I think until you're uh, in a situation, you don't really, you really don't know. Okay. If you, if you know it's training, it's, you, it's really hard to recreate that. Right. Yeah. Have you ever been in a situation where action was needed? In some situations, yeah, um, like responding to car accidents mm. and uh, and things out in the field. As I did ski patrol for a while, so yes. I've seen some uh, some accidents. Um, and it's uh, it's really fascinating to me also to see how how you respond in a surprise, unexpected situation yeah. where action is needed like that. Yeah. Mm. How do you react? Um, I personally, in these cases anyway, um, like weirdly calm. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, things seem to slow down for me. And, uh, and I get this almost, almost over calm kind of a uh, kind of sensation. 
um, which is interesting comparing to someone else who was on the same scene and reacted totally differently. Yes. Um, others have where, where my, the, um, another person totally froze, just sure. froze right up. Yeah. We saw this incident and she, she totally froze. Yeah. And, and to me, it's almost slowed down and I, uh, I pulled over and I was able to proceed and provide assistance. Okay. The incident. So you would be somebody who would put themselves in charge and direct in moments like that? I could. Yeah. I, uh, I feel that I very much could be that. I also don't have a problem following. I feel like I, I mean, from experience, I feel like I'll generally respond. Mm -hmm. I I don't know that I've been in enough of a situation that's intense or urgent enough to really test it. So I don't know. Yeah, I feel I feel like I want to say that I would be able to respond and do what I need to do. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, man. I really don't think you can know that about yourself until mm. you experience it. Yeah, you can see blood. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's okay, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, some people. Yeah, I prefer. Yeah. I prefer not to generally, yeah. but you're right. A lot of people are affected by that. Mm. It, they'll get a, a response. Yeah. They'll shut down or they'll react, and and that's and fine. now they're not, and now they're not helpful anymore. Maybe now they're another another concern. Mm. We have to take care of them too. I've I've seen that. I've I've responded in that. And that that doesn't seem to bother me. Yeah, yeah. When when Lisa gave birth, the, the nurses always say, "Are you okay? If you see blood?" I said, "Yeah, no, that's okay. No problem." <laughs> that that would be an experience, man. That would be uh, yeah. that would be something else. It's it's. Uh, so you you were fine. You you witnessed that uh, that miraculous event. Yeah, yeah, La, yeah. I, and, you know, there's it's crazy. It's, it's not just about the birth, but like about everything that happens, you know, pain mm. medicine. And then sometimes you have, you get, you get something like in the spine, right? Because. Epidural. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that, uh -huh. that sometimes it's an option too. Right. And then you, they pull it out and the blood just. <laughs> yeah. This, uh, this is, this is what I hear. Andrew was actually. Uh. Yeah. I, it sounds like so much more like i i don't have a pleasant <laughs> i don't have a, a peaceful image of the process uh, <laughs> but it sounds like wait oh man I, i don't know i don't know so you were you were able to i guess comfortably enough witness this uh this event it's beautiful it's yeah, it's I mean, everything together i would say it's life Well, it literally is. Yeah, it is. It's it's like everything. As you know, it can be fear. It can be good thoughts. It can be stressful. And it's the unknown. It's everything. Something, yes, yeah, something as significant as that, I imagine being like just max, the max, the max level mm. of everything. Like the max happy Joy, yeah. fear, stress. The, the, mm -hmm. It's it's got to be up there, close if not max on a lot of your yeah. Your Time doesn't present. exist. It's just like 
it just flows by. Mm. Mm. And then it just all happens. It's amazing. Wild. Yeah. I went I went I, home. Oh, sorry, go ahead. How many little ones you got? Two. We got a one year Two. old and a bit and then a six year old. One and six. Uh, yeah. Well, busy men. It's good. Uh-huh. It, it's busy. And you know, there's days it's easy, there's days it's not easy. But it's overall it's the best. This is this is what I hear. Mm. This is what Yeah. I cannot imagine a life before. You know? Really? Yeah. It's like crazy. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you want a six year old to go to school, but then after two, three hours you work from home sometimes now, right? And then you it's like ah damn it, he's not home yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy how that works. If if you feel that way, mm. then I really think you're doing something right. Mm. I, uh, I'm just doing what I can day after day, mm. you know? I'm not perfect. Yeah, I guess they don't come with instruction manuals. No. Yeah. And which is fine too. You do what yeah. you you do the best possible thing you think you can do at that given time. And that's mm-hmm. what it is. And you learn that's from what it. it is. Yeah. I have a I regarding those actions, like mm, this I have a story. I don't think I've told this one before. So I was Ooh, we, saddle up. Here we go. <laughs> we I lived in the in the country of Lisa, right? We were out somewhere Surprise Lake, out yes, yes, Dog yes. Lake Road. Yeah. We lived there and I was not at home. And we I think we had we had two vehicles, but like maybe we just had one at that time. One was in the shop. And I got home and I opened the door to the house and baby is screaming. <gasps> I look on the floor and it's just blood everywhere. What? <laughs> yes. Like, just like drops, right? You you perceive like blood everywhere, but if you would look again, it's just like somebody walked by and they were bleeding. And that's sure. decently. And then... Yep. I find Lisa in the bathroom and she says he just got himself cut on a can and so and he he was covered up already a little bit so okay okay so I said okay Lisa step back one second I t- I took it over and I s- and I take a look and I said like, okay we're going to the hospital uh-huh. and then I wrapped it up as tight as I could I told Lisa get the keys get your license your phone his health card and let's go meet you outside and then she went in the back i went in the front and we drove to the hospital so it's just like there there was no time to think it's just like people fall in places i think i think like a situation like that i mean my thought is it's it's going to be it's going to have to be almost an automatic response yeah And I think that automatic, it's not, there isn't time to assess and make a, make a careful decision and plan and plot. It's a reaction. Yeah. You just reaction. I think this is where it's so amazing. You say that there's blood everywhere. That's (laughs) what it seems like. Yes. And, and at the moment that's, that's, that's what it seems like. And it's, the same like different people will perceive that so differently mm. uh, we um it's true we saw a car crashes 
it, it was significant. It was a mm. pretty good smash, and it was right in front of us. Wow. And um, and afterwards, talking with the other passengers in the vehicle, like one girl was convinced she like she froze, and she okay, stay here, and I'm I'm gonna go and help. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was convinced that the van in the in the incident had flipped and rolled and she froze. Like, she's like, I couldn't go. Mm. I thought there's going to be body parts everywhere and blood everywhere. Um, I mean, my recollection was a bit slow. Like I, I approached the scene thinking like what happened, the van hit a truck and it slid and it almost flipped, but it slid and it spun around Mm. and, and it came to a stop. It, It definitely didn't flip. And, I approach the scene thinking like, oh, it's a pretty good smash. Like, does any did any, does anyone need some help? Like, did anyone hit their reality? Is probably in between somewhere. Like, there were some good injuries. There mm. were some. There was definitely some help needed. But we had such a different recollection yeah, of what crazy happened. How works. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really fascinating. Mm. Had different different perspectives it's almost like the brain tells yourself a story to make you feel comfortable like it alternates reality for you it oh man we're, we're getting deep here <laughs> but it's it really is mm. like what is anything is really our perception of it yeah this this was something happened how how it happened in actuality and mm. In this case, we both had very different perceptions on what that actuality was. It's, yeah. So, for us, our reality is what we perceive. Mm. Yeah, you perceived you can help, so you went for it. Yeah, yeah. and um, I perceived that the van hit the truck and spun around. Mm. And it did? That, that, I mean, that's my reality. That's that's the common understanding. That's the story mm. that was pitched. Yeah. So, but something something in uh, in this girl's head somehow her mind, her brain told her a story that mm. it had flipped several times and there's carnage everywhere. Yeah. That that was her perception of it. It's it's like really an, really interesting. It's like an instinct, right? It's mm-hmm. like self protection. Almost. I think so. I yeah. think a lot of it, um, psychologically, that's a very real pathway. Mm-hmm. Our minds will repress or hide information from us to try and protect us from being screwed up by it. Yeah. It's, that's a legitimate pathway, repressive memories. So that's why we don't feel the pain either, right? First. And then I, I it think comes. that's a... I think that's a survival mechanism also. Ah. Our bodies will, if we're in a situation where normally, oh, I hurt my knee or I twisted my ankle, I'll get a pain response telling me, oh, you got to stop doing that. That's damaging your body. Mm. But if I'm in a situation where I'm fighting a bear and I need to escape or battle or whatever, yeah, if... I'm dealing with a pain response and distracted by that. Yeah, you don't or, feel it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would that would be really that would be really distracting mm. if I'm in a situation where I need 
to deal with something else. I'll deal with this angle later. I got to survive first yeah. and then and then hurt later, right? Yeah, when I look at it and then I see how bad it is, then it hurts. Then it hurts. Now now it's real. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how that works. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, people, people are so interesting. Hey, we're such yeah. interesting creatures. So that's is that the same with the running outside in the cold? You just tell yourself it's not hurting or is that something different? I think there's some overlap for sure. Okay. I think there's some overlap and I think this is um, part of my intention with this kind of training. I think if I can control my startle response, if I can settle my breathing rate, if I can settle my heart rate, mm -hmm. which will naturally react to a stressor. Yes. So you get hit with a cold blast of wind or a cold shower or you jump in the icy river. Your initial reaction is a, and shallow breathing and stress response. Mm -hmm. Survival so too, can, right? Because the blood yeah, flows, the blood flows yeah. all inside to the organs, keep those safe. To the vital things for sure. Yeah. Um, but you can't really function in that state. Yes. So if you can, I mean, keep it safe. If you know a cold shower is not gonna kill you. Mm. And you can expose yourself to and convince yourself. And you can. You can control these things. You deliberately bring your heart rate back down. You settle your breathing rate. Mm. Um, you can build a resiliency. You can convince and train your body to function during during these times of stressors. Yeah. Really cool, man. Um, I've found unexpectedly... Um, having like doing a cold shower most mornings for some time randomly with workouts. I especially noticed it with rock climbing, mm -hmm. like where I, I'm, I'm dying. I got to quit. I got to take a break here. Or do I like, I'm able to settle myself and get a few more reps or a couple more uh. rounds. Or, or especially, I've really noticed it rock climbing where normally I'm so tired, my grip is failing. I got to take a break. You notice it, or do I? I can no, no. You know this. You know this sensation. Settle your heart rate. Get a hold of your breathing. Settle your shit, man. You're not done. And then I'm able to often get further, continue on beyond where I think I would have been able to before exposing myself that's interesting yeah yeah it's neat so you can apply it differently yeah it's really again it comes back to my why for doing things i i don't care that i can get to work in my shorts i don't care about a cold shower in the morning but i do care about getting up that rock line Yeah, and I do care about some of my workouts and my challenges and things. Yes. So if that behavior can help me do the things that I actually care about. Sign me up. I'll do that. Let's mm -hmm. go. I love it. That's good. Mm. Yeah. So, so you jump into a bathtub of ice cubes? Yeah, I've done that. Mm. How long? Mm, I'm playing with like two minutes. Two minutes, I think, um, 
I'm seeing different opinions on it, depending temperatures and things. I, I do much prefer to find a icy lake or an icy bay mm. or a really cold river or something. I, I don't know. I just feel yeah, so it's a lot more organic, mm. a lot. But um, I think some people that I really trust are saying things. Yeah, more than two minutes and you're showing off. You're you're doing ego kind of stuff. Ah, okay. So I think I play, I play with that, that kind of time frame. Yeah. What, what about hot stuff? Like sauna? For it. Okay. Also very for it. Yeah. There's a, I understand a lot of benefits. I mean, fitness health wise directly as well, mm. but similar mental toughness. It's a very, very similar mechanism to a lot of benefits, I think. Mm-hmm. And plenty good, a lot of, lot of really good direct health benefits. Yeah, the one thing but about that, the cold is cool. You don't have to bring a lot of water, right? Because you don't sweat so much. Like in the, that's true, yeah. In the sauna, you just like, I sweat buckets. And then mm-hmm. I notice when I, I need to bring water. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's another sneaky benefit is cycling through that. You'll be able to flush out some things that probably should be flushed out of you and yeah. replace that with your, your fluid flushes. Mm. Yeah. And then some chips for all the salt, right? Yeah. Yeah. Some, some form anyway. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. Relearning it. <laughs> Sodium's not, not that bad. Mm. Probably, uh, probably if you're getting enough water in your day, probably, need to actually include some salts to have enough yeah everything is based on salt right like it's very very important yeah yeah. that is that related to the ph too um i will yeah that will will uh, influence it i'm sure the balance between your why i'm sure it'll have Mm -hmm. um an influence on it do you meditate at all not um not deliberately like i haven't sought uh sought out a meditative practice um for the sake of meditation yeah i do realize that i really should i feel like that's something that would probably help me with my sleep troubles that we spoke about yeah I do find um so another side of this ice guy's uh teachings is uh as breathing practice. Yes. Um and I most mornings I'll do a couple rounds of his breathing exercises. Mm-hmm. And uh and there's something about them that I coming out of a couple rounds of that I feel like I'm very close to a meditative state yeah. by accident, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like meditation doesn't have to be defined as sitting a certain way. Meditation is like you make some room for your mind and you collect mm-hmm. yourself. Like Yep. I th- I think the meditation doesn't have to be like you are in the mountains and you sit on the cliff and you open your arms and you have to Yeah, that's my understanding as well. Yeah. And it's... you can do it any way you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm. I'm surprised on that one. Actually, I. I thought you. Maybe you do mentally something different. Then 
I guess you set yourself a lot of goals. Do you project, visualize? I visualize for sure. I'm uh, I'm really big on visualization. Yeah. Um, I think I think I'm probably like doing forms of meditation mm -hmm. anyway, and just not not for the sake of meditating. I think it's probably sneaky part of my practice yeah. already. Okay, sounds good. What would you? I have one more question here. What would you tell? Yeah, yeah. What would you tell people who want to go into body weight exercises? Like start off, like they see you doing this crazy stunt, right? Like I could not do that, and because I don't know how do, to do it. Do which? Do like the where you like on an angle on the eyes, like with, like. Oh, oh, that uh, okay. That pose. Mm. Um, I mean. I think to someone getting interested or into it in the first place is like anything is reconnect with your why mm. do you want to do these things and that that might influence on how you proceed in this journey I think I think it's a really good thing to do with whatever you're pursuing yeah to just step back and think why why am I doing this what do I actually want from this mm. and Is this going to overall make me happier? Yeah. Or how or why is it going to make me happier? And if not, then is this good? Or or what's the right direction to gain that? Mm. So for something like this, is why do I want to get into these type of exercises? If you just want to get some cool pictures for your Instagram, mm. then uh, then you might approach it differently to if you want to build strength and body control and, you know? Yeah, there's people who so can... That's where I'd start with really anything. Okay. Um, and then depending on your own answer to that, there's different approaches. Um, YouTube is can be a really good source of... Uh, Of information and guidance if you just want to play and challenge yourself you can you can get some cool ideas and guidance from that if you're if you really want to like challenge some hard skills or perform or or get your uh, get your muscle ups for a events or or to show off or or whatever you can seek uh seek some guidance mm. There, there are courses I think you can get online. There are amazing, uh, amazing coaches in town. Okay. Um, gymnastics facilities are usually mm. pretty good. Yeah. But coach, I, I mean, <laughs> clearly, I really believe in good coaching. So if you're serious about if your why is, I really want to work these skills and these movements for whatever reason that makes you happy or complete or whole, mm -hmm. then, then I think proper personal guidance is, is definitely the most potent and safe way to proceed. Yes, I agree. It's like, it's acceleration. With so yes. many, with so many benefits that would take you years otherwise to learn. With absolutely, with absolutely, progress acceleration. You're yeah. you're so right. 
Yeah, with, so with, like you with setbacks too. Like you get mm -hmm. injured, you would like I get injured, but I don't know why. But then I get injured again. So why did I get injured again? Same spot. Mm -hmm. Then you start to notice patterns. But like with you, if somebody would work with you, then you have so much knowledge, you can be such a good coach on that, right? That you would eliminate those steps in a way. That, I think that's exactly mm -hmm. exactly the case. And then, then you decide on what it is you need from it um, and how how serious you are about it. Yeah. I, I like to play and I like to explore and maybe, maybe you just want to have some fun. You can try some skills, whatever it is. Mm. Definitely do it gradually. Don't just start trying backflips before <laughs> jumping. But um, if you're if you're really serious, now you've got a choice. Do I do I play and explore and try and learn? And there's a lot of there's a lot of value mm. and reward to that. Yeah. Um. But if I really really want to progress fast and save. Well, I mean, I've spent a lot of my life practicing and researching and exploring and mm. learning these things. So you could, I'll tell you, you could save a lot of time and just pay my ass instead of doing it yourself. Yeah. You just pay my ass to do all that for you and to guide you and, it's and really, really, really progress. Yes, I agree. I agree with that. hundred percent. Mm -hmm. do you, do you, are you a good jumper? Yeah, I'm a little bit, a little bit known for that. Yeah, like my um, used to. Sorry, you go ahead. There was uh, I was teaching classes, uh, big classes at a big gym, um, and people would sometimes come to the class and, oh, Andy, I brought I brought my friend. She's new. She's new, but um, can you show her how high you jump? Like at some point, can you can you show like this? didn't even realize it was a thing i guess in some of my demonstrations there would be a jumping component and people were impressed kind of became a, a bit of a story yeah <laughs> it's good okay mm. yeah have you ever played handball not seriously mm. because um sorry this sometimes it's harder with zoom But yeah of course i want to explain how the For the audience, there's two rings, the inner and the outer. The, the, the goalie can only move in, in the inside circle when he cannot go mm -hmm. into the outside circle. And the players can jump into the circle from the outside, into from the first one. Did you ever play it? Not, uh, not seriously, not seriously enough. I think in school it came out... Mm. occasionally but it was never structured and yeah. it never it never enough to really know the game you know yeah yeah i i played like in in is it like in what's what's grade one to four like not not preschool but like secondary elementary school yeah, elementary. Yeah, yeah. yeah i played handball in elementary for the the school team cool yeah and i was like i could jump Almost into the goal, <laughs> so pretty far. That's that yes. sounds pretty. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the same phrase. Like there was a lot of blood on the floor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the same, everywhere. Uh, the same. That was a horrible idea. Ah, there's blood everywhere. 
Uh, so you've got some jumps then. You've got some uh, you got some hops on you. Some airtime, yeah. It's nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's fascinating. Yep. So certain things, certain bodies can do, and other things cannot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very much so. Yeah. Different uh, different body plans mm-hmm. will definitely be better suited to different activities. It's crazy. I think jumping is so cool. I think. All right, I think that's a very potentially useful life skill. Depending on your lifestyle, mm-hmm. you got to uh, you got to get over a river or away from that thing. The ability to actually move yourself is uh, can be quite useful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same with snowboarding too. I would think. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you need that. It helps with that. Okay. All right. I <laughs> think I'm good then for tonight. Cool, man. How how are you doing? Did did you want to? Did I miss anything? You think? I'm, Lots. No, I mean, if I'm if I'm being totally honest, I yeah, uh, I didn't really know what uh, mm. what we were doing tonight. Yeah. So it was uh, it was super fun to talk about all my favorite things. That's awesome. I had one yeah. more question. Yeah, what's up? The do you when you work with clients, right? Is that the proper mm-hmm. term for you? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't really like it, but I don't know mm. what's better. I mean, I, I form such a relationship yeah. with the people that I work with. It's kind of uncomfortable for me to call them clients, and mm. we're definitely friends. But I, but it's definitely different to my friend friends. So I, okay. well, clients. Sure, we'll say clients. Let's say we the coaching. Like if you mm-hmm. coach someone that's working with you together, right? And you're the coach. Yep. When they, do you set goals? Do you set goals together, or do you let somebody that you let the individual set the goal? How does that work? Personally, I like to work together, mm-hmm. and my style is probably going to be closer to you choosing your goals and then and then working with you to create a plan mm. and guide you towards those goals uh, i think really it's your business i've got no no place telling you how to be or how to look or how to perform uh, that's your outcome is your your choice mm. when it becomes an unhealthy thing i i've got a bit of a clash um really popular is being like over skinny like too thin like un mm. so thin that it's becoming unhealthy yeah so this is a thing that i face sometimes is i want to lose some weight i want to cut down some fat and be really skinny when i already feel you're probably mm. under fat already for health purposes yeah um for example then then we have a discussion Mm -hmm. then things get a little bit weird um if you're insistent on that i'd probably refer you to another coach Mm -hmm. who would be okay and comfortable with doing that i live more on the health side i'd say of the spectrum yeah um but otherwise, really, you you get to decide if uh, 
it's if you want to lose some weight in a healthy way or to a healthy point, if you want to lift heavy weights, if you want to do what, what you want is your business. So we talk about that and I can help guide that if that's unclear. Okay. I like that. I have a huge yeah. respect for that. You know, you, mm-hmm. you, you have honest values. Well, I think I've got no business in my, in directing your desires. Mm-hmm. Your desires are your desires. And I think it's hard enough to know what those are these days anyway. Mm. Um, me telling you what if I'm skinny or athletic or curvy or mm. able or whatever, my my opinion of that shouldn't really matter to you and what you want. Yeah. Then I might I might be able to provide some insight mm-hmm. to help with that. I might okay, I can see potential to be really good at this. Yeah. Or this is this avenue might be really challenging or really easy for you in these ways, and we can maybe work together mm-hmm. um, to form form uh, a direction in that way. Yeah, but really, in the end, maybe maybe I think you'd be an excellent sprinter, but your your goals or your interest genuinely is in long distance. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we might not have as great a potential here but who cares that's where your interests are so this is how we can proceed the best for you in that way yeah and it might change over right you if, it might yeah yeah you never know and then the but really i really really think my my total avenue is it's gotta make you feel better it's yeah. gonna make you as happy and content as it can mm. and maybe being the best sprinter ever in the world would be pretty cool. But if you don't care about sprinting and you want to run far yeah. or whatever, if you want to be a weightlifter and you'd probably be a better swimmer, but man, I'd rather be a decent weightlifter than a, than a Uber awesome swimmer. <laughs> Lift some weights do do what makes you the happiest. That's good. For you. Yeah. When I want to bring this down to one more example. So let's say the person is into deadlifts, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know how... Like, I talk to Andrew here and there a little bit, and he speaks very highly of you, and he loves uh-huh. work. Loves He's so you. cool, hey? Yeah, yes. And now he he worked towards those 300 pounds, right? If you feel comfortable talking about this, let's do it. If you don't want to talk about it, that's fine. Because I do, actually. I kind of did see this coming. Okay. So I, I did in advance. I mentioned it to him. Like, would you be cool if we spoke about it? I do, I do respect the confidentiality thing mm. with this kind of stuff. Yeah. But he, he was super cool. He's super. Oh, yeah. He's kind of proud. So, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about it. Did you did you from your perspective, were you able to tell before he knew that he was able to lift it? When he did do it? Sure. Okay. So or did this, you uh, did you see would would like for, did you know he could lift it before he actually did? So he mentioned it. Like this was a really cool process. Um, we started playing with the movements early on in our uh, 
in our journey together. Mm. Um, and pretty quick, we found some big potential and we made some really big progress really quick. Um, the weight that he was able to move in a quality way safely was increasing pretty quick. And uh, he, he chose it. Like he, he mentioned, he picked it out. He's like, I want this number by this date. Okay. And um, at that time, it was ambitious. I, I, when he mentioned the number, I knew for sure that without something weird happening, that's very much in his reach. Okay. Not at that time, but I think it was very achievable for him. I knew for sure that we could get there. Okay. Yeah. The time frame that he chose was ambitious, mm. but I think it kind of needs to be. It wasn't outrageous. It wasn't unreasonable. Mm. Um, I knew I knew he could get it sooner or later. I didn't know for sure necessarily that we could get it in the time frame that he uh, wanted. Interesting. But I figured that we had a good shot at it. Mm. So it was really fun. It was a really fun project. Um. It was really, really cool to work towards. Yeah, it's a huge accomplishment, right? Mm -hmm. When you set yourself a goal like this and you you do it and you you got it done. Yep. Yeah. Very rewarding. Mm. It was it was so exciting. It was. Yeah, he so said, exciting. I think he posted it too, but on like on social media when. He, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. I can remember the post. It was so really rewarding for me like that that for me is as rewarding as but more way more than my own accomplishments way, way more mm. like i get more joy out of his little face when he uh when he accomplished it and he, he let the weight go yeah and his giddy little little joy like you can see it <laughs> yeah. you, you can you can you see it that for me is so so much more valuable than uh, than my own my own list my own yeah not that I don't love that mm -hmm. but to be able to help and contribute to to something like that yes. is so so juicy for me yeah you become part of it you are there mm -hmm. yes it's like you're part of the experience and you 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 helped him yeah mm. okay and he loved it. He was he was so proud. He was, he was really cool. Yeah, it's, it's huge. Mm -hmm. It's getting exciting. We were getting close to his deadline, and uh, and still, I think we had. He was so fun. He was one of those cases where he wanted to go, mm. and a couple thought, "Okay, no, like this is the plan. We've got these." this system in place and he's i just just gotta try it just gotta try and and a couple times i you know okay well let's see let's see and i shouldn't have we shouldn't have and you know, we missed it a couple try times and mm. time was coming up and uh oh like we kind of this is when lockdowns were coming too That's and right like we kind of it's getting pretty close now and, mm. and one if if it didn't go this one, then it was going to be pretty close. Yeah. So there's some pressure. Mm. 
and he uh, he crushed it. He did it, and he did it really well, and is like authoritatively as a really quality lift. Mm. No, no question, no weird form. Safe, good, decisive. As so, so damn exciting. He performed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I love it. That's a good story. I love this. Yeah, yeah, I really like that one. Mm. Andy, thank you so much for your time tonight. You know, talking about very interesting facts, and you have a lot of knowledge. I oh, like. Cheers, man. I like that. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. This was a lot of fun. Mm. Good. And I will tag you in all the posts so people can find you, right? Awesome. Great. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Because I'm sure your help is needed. (laughs) 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 You know, it is. Mm. Andy, thank you so much for being on the podcast tonight. And I wish you a wonderful night. Yep. You too, my friend. Thanks again, Michael. All right. You take care. Yeah, you too. Hey. Bye-bye. Okay, bye.